We're back, mm. friends. Ooh, oh, that was <laughs> some throat I'm sound. I'm hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. No. Sounds like someone playing a really smooth, fretless bass. Smooth jazz. Oh, fretless bass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, neat. Anyway. Uh, great. We're back, everyone. Hey, we're back. We're here. We're back. And we're, we're going to do more space stuff. Uh, we definitely didn't put whoppers in Tim's belly button. That didn't happen. <laughs> no one would have known, Charity, if you just had kept your mouth I shut. I said we didn't do that, Paul. Right. Uh, how quickly I forget. <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Yes. <coughs> I mean, yeah. So we the we the audience come back to the uh, the part two of the episode the same you know oh Viking uh, the text and the uh, <laughs> it's all really on. fast and it just like fast forward through it <laughs> yeah. it's it's skip really skip intro on that on yep. Netflix yep <laughs> please don't skip the intro because we it's really good yeah. and I paid money real human money for it uh, space bucks. The uh, green that same green text like types across the screen and it says. Uh, 20 years ago, planet, Mars, city, New Gaza, and the uh, black dissolves to see a vid screen, uh, a grainy CRT video screen. Uh, the screen is of a local Martian newscast. Uh, the ticker tape on the bottom scrawls. Uh, and it has like you know an air quality reading that is like bad and um, amount of radi- uh, radiation yada 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 doesn't say that but it's just numbers I don't care to elaborate on cool and the the ticker tape reads seven thousand two hundred and eighty eight page J O T U M and these are capital letters report released Viking program officially officially decommissioned. The camera continues to zoom further out, and we see that this vid screen is resting on a small table that's covered in papers. Uh, Camera moves further back wide, and eventually we come to a large, uh, almost like a dining room table uh, that has been uh, covered. There's uh, thousands of fiber optic cables are flowing from below the table up and where they combine onto a cube about the size of a moving box that's glowing and Dozens of flashing lights all over it blink, different colors. Um, the box has more cables that link from the ceiling on top of it. So um, just think of all these cables that move into this box on the table and more cables move out across the table that it's set on. Um, a Chinese man with uh, magnifying spectacles uh, carefully threads a thin fiber optic cable through another loop and screws <coughs> it in place while there's another boy, a small Chinese boy, um, that looks on in amazement. Um, the boy holds in his hands um, a actual paper book um, that is written in Chinese Mandarin. Um, the title of the book is written in gold leaf, and the title reads, Dream of the Red Chamber, the Chingao version. So the man speaks up while he continues to work. Albert, the couplet, have you thought on its meaning? Um, I've been trying to think about it. Truth becomes fiction when the fiction's true. Real becomes not real where the unreal's real. Think on the couplet. What does it mean? Um, I mean, I, th- I think I think it means if you um, you, you you get to decide what's real, you get you get to you get to pick. Albert, you haven't been reading the studies. Can you call me Albert? I mean, I know that we have to. I mean, I was. I just. I'll keep reading. The couplet signifies not a hard and fast division between truth and falsity, reality and illusion but the impossibility of making such distinctions in any world, fictional or actual. Do you see? Yeah, I mean, I get our limited subjectivity means that we get to determine our coordinates and 
the metaphysical plane, it's, I, I get that, you know, we, we get to decide what's real. I just, I, I want to, I want to know what's real. He, he, um, the man sighs and continues to screw uh, fiber optic cable into these uh, various ports on the side of this box. And he shakes his head. Continue to do the reading as it is assigned to you. Understood? Yeah, yeah. The, the vid screen abruptly changes and um, uh, changes in the way that you would uh, in old TVs when you change stations. Like there's a flash of black and white static that appears. And then suddenly a, a white man in traditional Martian servant clothes that are just simple maroon colored robes um, is in this weird fishbowl, fisheye kind of lens angle that's looking at um, conceivably a camera on the other side. <clears throat> Sir, the envoy is here. Should I have them wait for you in the parlor? Yeah, uh, thank you. Yes, James. Bring them tea and let them know I'll be in shortly. Tell them I'm wrapping up with the boys' studies. I'm going to need you to head outside, okay, boy? We'll finish the lecture later. I didn't think they'd be coming by today. Okay, are you going to need help? No, and, and it's a sent You remember our rule. You don't talk to anybody unless I'm there. Right. Say it back. I won't, I won't talk to anyone unless you're there. Good boy. All right, now go, go up the stairs, go out the back door, and, and go outside and play. I've got, I have to attend to this. And he takes his magnifying spectacles off and puts them on the table next to a few other, like, hand tools and whatnot. Okay. Where do you go, Albert? I go outside. Okay. Um, what does the backyard of a high-up scientist um, within Martian secret black ops, science-y stuff. What, what does this look like in um, New Gaza? So a lot of the planet was terraformed. And in order to terraform the planet, you have to introduce new bacteria into the soil. And that bacteria will change the color of the soil. So a lot of the terraformed Martian soil isn't the classic rust red. But here, some of that is preserved. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a um, like a, a desert backyard, you'd think. There's a lot of hard soil. It's red. It's rusty. And there are some plants which aren't native to earth. There's some odd variations on a theme. Um, a lot of short, stocky plants, a lot of very spiny, very angular looking leaves. Um, the hardiest plants you could probably ever find yeah. in order to make this whole thing work. Yeah. These plants need to be um, good with salt and they have to be able to um, use moisture efficiently. So the, uh, we, we see that. Um, we see the cityscape of New Gaza, which is one of the oldest uh, uh, cities on Mars. It was one of the first uh, colonies made on Mars four, 400, almost 500 years ago. And uh, there's, a, there's a large <laughs> dome that sits over the city, of course, to produce and preserve um, any sort of atmosphere they can create because Mars Mars's atmosphere is quite thin. Yeah. In one direction, and on every, just about every point of Mars, you can see the ridge of Olympus Mons, which is the largest mountain in the galaxy, and you can see it from just about any point. And so it's taking up a bit of the horizon and sort of changing the shape of what I can see. So you, you have been, over the course of the last several months, as your father has been working on this project that he, he refuses to tell you about, um, these meetings <coughs> have happened with relative frequency, um, but usually they're not unannounced like this. You see at the front of your um, uh, small dwelling, um, there are two black uh, vehicles that are idling, and there's two men out that are sitting outside of the vehicles, and um, they've got sunglasses on, and they've got a, um, a little... Um, they've got, they're in sci-fi suits, so not like normal suits, but space science fiction suits. Um, and they, they look all business and are scanning the, the, the road and looking around to make sure everything is on the up and up. Usually they, they stay a while. I don't know why they would keep them running. 
So where do you go, Albert? You you do see that um, from inside through one of the windows, uh, you see your father walk into the sitting room, and there uh, you see that there's um, how many? There's four men in there. There's um, two men that are dressed similar to the ones outside, and then there's another man that's sitting, and a, and another other man standing next to the man that's sitting. Uh, you don't recognize any of them. Uh, I kind of circle the house and try to get to the other side of the house and see if I can get a different angle to look in. So you see, uh, you, you circle around again and, and you, um, on the, the closer side, um, to a wind, window with a small f- uh, flower box, but the flower box has like these spiny cacti and um, more hardy plants. Um, you get a... Uh, isometric angle so you're kind of looking at the back of this guy and you can see on the the this this guy is sitting in this chair and on the opposite side is a man your father is sitting and there's a small tea set in front of them um with uh piping hot tea um and uh you hear the man that's sitting whose back is to you the unfamiliar man speak first dr zhang your Research has been appreciated by everyone at Amzal. You could not have won the war without your efforts on Ymir. Everything seems to be happening quite quickly with the Yotam report out and the HSU consolidating assets. I'm here to reassure you that you will be taken care of, that you are not a part of any official record. And you see your father uh, nervously pick up a, a teacup off the table. He's a little rattled, which is unusual to see. Yeah, he was just so confident. You traveled all this way to tell me what I already know? Mr. Fadir, you are here to show me that I am under the watchful eye of those above me. That if I was to deviate in any way from this plan that I will be made a scapegoat, or worse, made like those poor souls on the Hermes. Do not presume me a fool, or worse, stupid, Mr. Fadir. Um, why don't you roll a... Well, you probably don't have it. Stealth is a skill that we took as a custom skill, so I'm, I'm assuming you don't have stealth. I do not. So just make a speed roll for me. Okay. I was just over. Okay. And it's doubles. Oh, so that's, uh, okay. So you lean up against the glass and uh, you uh, catch your father's eye. Your father locks eye contact with you and he grits. The, the, but the man <clears throat> continues to speak and your father looks like worriedly. Doctor, my attention was not to offend but yes, you are correct. You are under the watchful eye of those further above, even myself. My people are concerned about some software that has come up in a security audit as duplicated. You wouldn't happen to know anything about this, would you? The software is very sensitive, and should it get out, well, I don't have to tell you what would happen. Uh, Albert um, panics with his father seeing him and kind of ducks down under the window um, but still trying to listen Uh, and he he feels really nervous and and, and very tense feeling the the angry gaze of his father and he very like instinctively his right hand goes to the back of his his neck toward his head and just sort of um, cups and massages that part to soothe himself. So you uh, feel the uh, enhanced uh, hormonal delivery system that was installed in your head um, calm your nerves, uh, the like gradual release of serotonin or melanin, yeah, it, it abs- you feel much better. And you hear the, the man, uh, you hear your father say, uh, Mr. Fadir, even if that software were to be duplicated and taken from the lab, I myself came up with the security to prevent data leakages. It is impossible 
for that information to have left containment. If it appears duplicated, I would rerun the audit and make sure that it is not a ghost of a previous version or something of sort. You were right, Doctor. It would be impossible for the software to leave containment. But you know well as I how nervous those, those Parliament Conservatives can be. <laughs> I'm only doing my due diligence. Now, uh, Doctor... Say, where is your son? How is he? I haven't seen him since he was just a little thing. And your father says, Mr. Fadir, he is studying right now, and I do not think it would be appropriate to interrupt him. Well, what a good boy, studying. Just like his old man, bound to the book and page. Ooh, excuse me, I had a, a Martian burrito for lunch, uh... I suppose that is my cue to make my leave, Doctor. I'll have my men pick you up tomorrow morning for work. And every morning from... Sorry, I am... I am very gassy. Uh, my men will pick you up tomorrow morning and every morning from here on out until this whole security audit is wrapped up. Uh, good day, Dr. Zhang. Thank you. Boys, he stands up and the, the men... Um, you see them... They were standing in this kind of weird, awkward way, and you now notice as they shift their stance that they're actually, they had their hands on guns underneath their uh, suit jackets, and they file out of the door, make their way over to the cars, and one of them, like, so you hear them as they walk out, and one of the men says, he's hiding something. You know he's hiding something. And uh, the man that was referred to as Mr. Fadir says, oh, he's absolutely hiding something, but... I want to see how far this goes. I want to understand how far his treachery is. So just be watchful of him. We have eyes on him. Now, take me to... I would like a falafel. And uh, they load up in the vehicles, and you hear the engines roar to life, and they drive away. Uh, Albert heads back inside. You see your father is in the sitting room, uh, the the servant, um, well, your house servant has his hand on the back of your father's back, patting him as his as your father holds his head in his hands, um, and he's not sobbing. He just looks. He's deeply exhaling to himself. I don't know what to do, James. Uh, sir, and looks over to you, standing in the doorway. Oh, um. Yes, well, we will uh, continue with your studies after dinner then. Dad, are you okay? I am fine. Collect your things from downstairs and head up to your room, please. I have, I have work to do. I, I was listening to those guys outside and they, they were saying that you were lying. Go to your room. Okay. Do you leave Albert? Mm -hmm. The scene fades to black on... Uh, Ooh, but can I stop on the top of the stairs? You can. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the scene... Uh, the camera pans over to follow Albert as he leaves the sitting room and goes up the stairs. I sit and listen from the banister. So um, you hear the... Uh, you hear James and... Uh, your father speak to each other in a hushed whisper. Um, Sir, I, I think that this has gone far enough. And without going too much further, you hear James plead with your father to stop what it is he's doing. They're not being very specific about what it is he's doing, but James continues to beg your father to, we can, we can stop. We can put all this back and get this on track. Your father farts out of his out mouth. Of his mouth. <laughs> and um, we, we, uh, Albert, you take in a deep breath. <laughs> Text across the screen flies by um, Albert, age 27, planet NA, location, the belt, station, Miniz Brickhouse, uh, camera. Uh, is looking at a microscope. There's green plant life moving across a plate. 
We zoom out to see a much older Albert, still younger than where he is in the game, but older than where we last saw him on Mars. Um, uh, Albert, you look up from a microscope, you look tired. There are bags under your eyes. Uh, your nose is red around the nostrils. Another man looks up from the microscope down on the other side of the table from you. The man has a white lab coat on, has a badge on it that reads Bob. They sit in what looks like a white clean room. In the room's center are five flat pieces of glass with different shades of green algae growing like ivy along their length up to the top. Kong, we put in 10 hours today. Can we take a fiver? Not until it's done. We need to finish. If we don't, it'll be our money and your ass. Oh, I just... I don't know how long I can look at this fucking algae before my eyes fall out their head. My head, not their head. I can't even talk right. Please, can we take a break? Look, Bob, if you want to relax, let's play a game. Oh, God. Uh, never mind. I'd rather not. I'll continue to stare at these microbes and plan your dumb games. Are you sure? When's the last time you played chess with me? Oh, Christ. You always win. Not always. Sometimes I let you win. Yeah, exactly. It makes me feel like a dummy. The, uh, the, there's a phone next to your console that rings. I got it. Hello, this is Dr. Kwong. Dr. Kwong, we have a guy coming in. He needs stitched up. You and Dr. Menendez need to prep for surgery. Okay, what's his condition? Uh, real bad. Uh, 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 He's missing uh, a limb, it looks like. Okay, have the blood transfusion ready. We'll meet you in the room. Okay. She hangs up. We got a guy. Let's go, go go to work. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, can we play chess instead? No, we got to help this person. God damn it. Uh, Al, uh, Rob, Bob pushes himself up from his station and stretches. Oh, all right. Oh, well, let's go. And so you... Uh, when when these sorts of things come up at this uh, at this place, um, are you in charge or is Bob in charge? Uh, we are co in charge. So by that I mean, do you take the lead, like to walk down the hallway? Like, we, I guess I'm asking. We walk together, and we're sort of we both know what the procedure is, and he's going to take one half, I'll take the other. Uh, so you you continue walking um, down this hallway. Uh, there's a there's a sign that's kind of uh, that's faded and a little bit uh, worn that says medical wing. Um, and then you pass through an airlock and inside you arrive into the operating room. There is a man on the table being prepped for surgery. He's in his early 40s. Uh, he's partially in a vac suit and that the nurses are beginning to use scissors to cut apart. Uh, you see one of his arms just below the elbow is missing and blood is leaking out of the vac suit and pouring onto the white floor. Okay, so before we even got in there, we scrubbed up. There was yeah, some yeah. process where we just got like sprayed with something and then we're good. Psst, yeah, um, it smells like uh, bubble gum. Mm, good. Um, you know what uh, I'm talking about? So we both get into the room and Bob starts giving instructions to the anesthesiologist and I start talking to the nurse who's monitoring his heart and vitals. Yeah, his vitals are are like, it, it's bad. I mean, he's had a lot of blood loss, um, however long it took him to get to the uh, station you're on. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you the nurses continue to cut around the, uh, the suit. Um, a few others uh, begin... Yeah, doing all of the things that okay, you Okay, let's get the blood in here. We need to close these arteries now. He's losing a lot. Um, I need you to roll at advantage and roll for... Uh, make a fear check for me, please. Okay. Uh, first one fails. Ooh, second one just failed by two. Okay. So you, you feel the tightness in your chest of like... Uh, as you see, looking at his face... Um, his, his face is covered in tattoos. Uh, you know that these guys, the, usually the more tattoos they have on their face, the more, the longer they've been alive. Um, and you see one across his eyebrows that says gas gut. Um, to you, gas gut is a, uh, he's bad. He's bad news. Um, he's one of the blood Kings, uh, he's not just a, a footman. He's a captain of one of the blood Kings ships. 
Jesus, how did we get this guy? Uh, Bob looks over and says, the, they'll take whatever help they can get now, and we're in their debt. So here, here, oh, God, would you look? And he uh, points to um, uh, more uh, tattoos on his face. Um, uh, his face tattoos denote blood type, number of lovers, how many zero G fights that he's been in. Um, and then like underneath one of his chin, um, is a, uh, two scale, like one thirty second scale, uh, drawing of his penis. Um, his eyes are milky and distant from the drugs that the nurses have given him. And Bob says, all right, all right, Kwong, I'm following your lead. Okay, let's do these guys a favor. Try to save them as fast as we can. Okay, everyone, here's what we're going to do. I need you to start pumping him full of blood. He's lost a lot of fluids. We need to close these arteries. I need something that can cauterize the wounds. We need to disinfect it first. I need someone to be monitoring his vitals while we get him the anesthesia. And while we're at it, let's check to make sure that these tattoos are all documented. You got it, Doc. And you, his, uh, his eyes... Uh, come back into sharp focus for a second and his head turns and he locks uh, locks eyes with you. Get it? And uh, he, you note, <laughs> the camera does like this zoom on his face and you see he has tattoos on the whites of his eyes and under one eye reads, the unreal is real and under the other eye says, the real is unreal. And we come back, uh, you take a sharp inhale and find yourself standing at the command console at the asteroid. And everyone is looking at you like, where the fuck did you go? Uh, Captain, like, puts his hand on your shoulder, says, get the fuck off me. Yeah. Sorry. We need to get off. We need to go. What did you find in there? I didn't find anything. You're staying here. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Locke, he, he wiped the hard drive before we even got here. He should have a backup. You know how these guys work. So I'm hoping it's on the ship, but it might be somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah, most likely it's on the ship. Um, I don't think he was in ca- counting on us getting to this place. And I'm still thinking that uh, rule of threes, there's another bomb somewhere. Right. We'll have to check the ship. Frankie. Um, well, let's all go check out the ship and I look at the captain and I take the knife that I took from the uh, from the Odin model and I give it to him for when you need to he, he takes it out of like floating in zero G picks it up wait what did you give him a knife oh okay ooh and I want to pick up that shotgun okay thank you add a shotgun to your character one sheet. shotgun please <laughs> A uh, shotgun. He looks. A- at, he looks at the knife. I want to pick up the playing cards. Okay, I've got. Okay. Uh, well, we'll we'll figure it out. He he looks at the knife in his hand, and he looks at you, Locke, and he he uh, tosses the knife away from him. I won't be needing that. You should be going. Well, you heard the captain. I look at his face. How did he? S- did he show like a am I am I reading something into what he said? Let me see if I do. I'm just arbitrarily gonna roll. Sure. I have a number in my head. Okay. The gun comes out and I put it to his head and I said, Would you rather this? Locke, please. I'm not taking the coward's way out. Do I read the same inflection in his voice from the first time? Mm-hmm. Lock. That combustion burns oxygen. And I put the gun away. And I start walking to the ship. Frankie, I... I've got a friend on Emerald Station that could help you out if you need it. Her name's Austin, so... Look her up. She works at a bar. What could she possibly do for me? I don't know. I don't know. If you needed a place to stay or something, I don't know. Just if you need her, look her up. She's nice. Austin. She's at the 
Electric Cowgirl, I think. She's a bartender, so. It's nice working with you. Kuang, it was nice working with you. Mm-hmm. All right. And he turns around and uh, walks towards the other side of the room and uh, uh, sits down, crosses his legs, and closes his eyes. If you do manage to get off this rock, don't look us up. He uh, ignores you. I'm at the. I make. I've made my way close to the airlock or the boarding lock or whatever that is. The lock, 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 la 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 lock. Bam. Um, I'm looking for same kind of check to see if there's any booby traps or any booby kind of straps. dead man switches or yep. anything like that. Yep. Okay. Frankie's still in the first room. She just watches all of Winger's moves. Watches him. Walk away, sit down. He's working his way downtown. Walking fast. Working his way back to no one. To die alone. Made it by four. Made it by four. Made it by four. Uh, And you were checking on the next door? No, the ship door. On the ship door. I thought we had the. Well. Maybe so I just wasn't that. sure what door you were. Well, opening. I thought that we had opened everything up. He had his moment where he was crazy. <laughs> he went <laughs> into a place and we started just moving forward into the open hangar bay. That's right. I, but yeah, I, yeah. I may have skipped. No, no, no. So. You're good. I just wanted to make sure I understood the next where you were. thing that's important I'm checking. So you uh, look over the ship's uh, canopy. This is a absolute one seater of a craft. There is enough room for like maybe two people. Certainly not two people in vac suits, but you could fit two people inside the ship without vac suits in the uh, uh, pilot's chair. Um, and you don't find any uh, signs of explosives or any yeah. anything trapped or boobied in any way. No boobies. No boobies. No one talking about? Yeah. And the hallway ended at this yeah. place, right? Yeah. The Yes. You see that there are... Um, there's like 50 some odd uh, holes around this uh, open air, this larger cavern. (laughs) And there are these cables that are coming in from all of these uh, holes that plug into this big transformer manifold thing. Um, And then a single cable that comes out of this uh, junction box and plugs into the uh, power port of the uh, shuttlecraft. Uh. Well, we either figure out how we can fit three people in there, we fight to the death, (laughs) or we see what we can do with the power that the ship's getting. Uh, We already know that, I mean, we can see space is moving in a unilateral direction, right? Correct. It's not like you're tumbling. It's now floating like this, so we can see... That we're kind of moving. Just so, and I'm not trying to interject and like GM hacks, but just so that we all understand how space works in the same way. Um, you could put someone outside of the ship. That's what I was thinking. Oh, right, right. But like riding on the roof? That would be like skitching, but in space. But that would be extremely oh. dangerous for micrometeorites. And uh, right. like if the ship would have to move suddenly, that could be problematic. We could strap them down somehow. Yeah, I mean, you can absolutely do that, and it could work. You would just have to do it care- very carefully. Very carefully. Maybe this is something we can discuss in character, but did we decide that we were going to try to get to that like cargo? We know that lane? we can get to that shipping lane faster than, that, than the rocks can. Yeah, okay. And we also know that we have no idea what... Well... We're seeing this and we're kind of debating this. Yeah, yeah. We know that this ship can make it to the shipping lane faster than what this asteroid can. We also know the asteroid is broadcasting an all points bulletin, and we have no idea who will try to pick that up. That could be, I don't know, what's a common name of a pirate organization around here? The Vagrants. 
the vagrants could pick that up just as much as the the gilded ring, uh, you know, security teams. Yes, the the forces that would monitor for this anyway. If we're in the security boat, we could get out there and maybe do a visual or pinpoint something. I don't know. Um, we have to figure something out. Can we tugboat the rock? We could maybe, yeah. It might speed up things. But in order to have enough oxygen on the rock, we have to cut oxygen to the, to the, the life support to the, the shuttle. Yeah. So it's a numbers game. Yeah, to, to make this very simple um, so that there's not questions of like percentages and how much you need either all, you, you have one unit of power and that power can either power the ship or power life support in the rock just okay. to make this very simple. Where are our oxygen levels at in the vac suits? You guys are a little under two hours with a spare two hours. Yep. So if somebody needed, well, one person could have four or we could each have, well, what? One person yeah. in the cockpit tugboat. Right. Two people, two suits each. Cockpit tugboat. You know what I'm talking about? My favorite band. Yes. So. Well. It's. Give me Frankie your, has. Frankie is the pilot. Give me your suits. No, I think you're flying. Oh, that's what I meant. Give us your suit. Here. <laughs> Wait, you need that to get onto the ship first. Could you fucking make up your mind? Look, I'm just figuring this out as much as you are. Yes, and so, sorry, to uh, the room that you were in is not, that you are in a vacuum. You you are not in a pressurized vessel. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. essentially the outside of the asteroid. It's right. just been made to like, that a ship can set here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you were to give your vax... Uh, maybe I've made this more complicated. No, no, no. Way. What you can do is we can, you can leave your helmet on, but you could disconnect all the hoses and shut them because they make the hoses and everything. You can also be in a vacuum, without right? You a can suit give some, not right, die. right, yeah. exactly. I'm not so, going but very you could contain enough yes. oxygen to get yourself safely in the ship, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. have your actual oxygen. That's fine. Line. Okay, do we that. we do that. Yeah. All right, Frankie. Once you get in that ship, you're going to need to turn it around and point the nose at this rock and try get us go in the same direction. Just okay. push us out a little faster. And, um, oh, this is awesome. Don't lose the rock. Okay. Uh, I thought we only had enough for the ship or the rock. Well, we can survive in our suits with the oxygen we have. It's just going to be dead in here. We're going to use the rock to call the ships. We'll use the shuttle to pick the ship to find us. Wait, is that what you're saying? We're using... Wait. The shuttle... No, all right. The rock has... We're going to divert all the power from the rock to the ship so that we can push the rock with the ship. Mm -hmm. Why do we need the rock? We need the rock so that we can all fit in it and avoid getting hit with meteorites in space. Yeah. Ah. You're a very smart man. I have a degree. (laughs) We also can use the rocks. Uh, we can watch for the ships that are responding to the calls yep. and make a choice with the shuttle. Yep. That way we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. But you are putting your eggs in a basket with Winger. I don't think he'll be company for much longer. Yeah, especially if you move all the life support to the ship. Who That's said that? That's true. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's your guys' call. If you need to, I can deal with it. It'll take too long if we just wait for the stabilizers on the rock to push us out. We need to get out there faster, but we can't all fit in the ship. That's right. So let's, I'll drive us, I'll point the nose in the same direction as the ship. Let's, let's find, do this. Let's find something to strap us down. Are you good for this? I'm good. Are you good for this? We need cable. Are you good for this? And I start kind of hitting the side of his helmet. Are you ready for this? Jesus, yes, lock. Okay. So we go and get some like bungee cords or space cords or whatever space the fuck it is. Space bungee cords, technically. Right, and we're like... Spongy cords. 
Yeah. Tying ourselves we, down to the we like we like rip the cabling that was used from the batteries to tether us down and to <laughs> uh lock. Do we want to get a hitching cable from the ship to the rock? That might fuck up her driving. It but if we don't have a connection, she could lose us. Are we going to be bound to the rock or the... That's the question. I was going to strap us to the front of the shuttle so she could see that we're not going to fall off. Oh, you and I will be there. But if she bumps this rock a little too far, she might oh, lose us. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, like we're actually driving from a trailer instead yeah. of the truck. Yeah, we're putting <laughs> yes. the cart before the horse. You got it. <laughs> I got it. That's a good call. So happy. Okay, here we go. So blah. This won't go wrong. Quick montage. Yeah, I'm saying that this won't go wrong. This (laughs) is perfectly good. Quick montage. uh, Everything happens that they describe. um, And we fast forward to Frankie. The shuttle, the ship is um, moving at the same speed as the asteroid, like listing through space slowly. And then on your word, Frankie. (laughs) Frankie puts her shades on. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Please don't smoke in there. Very a lot, lot of limited amount of oxygen. Yeah, we're all in the comms and the helmets. Like, look, Frankie. Please don't smoke. I will buy you a pack oxygen. of Marlboro Spaces. <laughs> Marble space when we get to wherever we're going, I promise you. Some Mars Reds. <clears throat> all right, all right, Christ. I'm ready when y'all are. Like we're overreacting. Okay. <laughs> we're like, cause we're saying that and she's knowing that we're saying it cause she hears it on our yeah. comms, but she's looking at our faces. So we're literally fucking strapped yeah. to the front with our faces up on the windshield. So we're just <laughs> staring at her with this, like, don't fuck this up. Look, you know, yeah, that's the way I think it's probably happening. So just so I get this straight, we're all counting on you. <laughs> Asteroid. You guys are tied up to, like some metal, like piece of mining implement. It's like yeah, like bolted in, to the in side the, like, of the yeah. asteroid. Yep. Oh no, the shuttle. We're your guys are attached to the oh, shuttle. I don't. I mean, if the if the if that part of the shuttle I, is shielded by the rock, then yeah. But I want to be like in the rock. Oh, you want to be in the rock? Yeah, I want the protection of dirt around me. Hmm. Okay. I kind of want to be on the shuttle myself. Okay. Just in case, because if... I put my shades on too soon. Too soon. These monkeys are going to worry right. about this. We strap ourselves down. You're in the rock. I'm, I'm so on relaxed. I'm on the hood of the shuttle. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on one end of the tether. You're on the other end okay. of the tether. That works. That works. And the shuttle is pulling the rock, right? Or is it... Pushing, pushing, the and the, pushing, the pushing and if the rock starts going too fast, yeah, yeah. it's like this tug of, you oh, know, man. Yes. How could this go wrong? Not can't, possibly. Not they even. Can't. Imp- impossible. Frankie, on your mark. Get set, go. So the the shuttle, uh, the engines like plume to life and the blue uh, uh, jets of the uh, shuttle's engines burn. And you slowly approach the asteroid because, again, we're thinking in terms of zero gravity. You have been moving this whole time because you have the same momentum as this asteroid. So you're just increasing the amount of acceleration on your ship to Mm -hmm. close in on the asteroid. The nose slowly bumps into the front of the asteroid and you can feel and see on your instruments that the shuttle is struggling to push the asteroid, the sheer amount of mass. Right. What do you do? Give it a give her a thrust. You get. I like that. You know what I'm talking about. No, no, yes. No. Uh, <laughs> roll pilot. Ing. Okay. Using sped, pilot ink. Using sped speed. Sped. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> okay. Are you okay? <laughs> pilot in with sped. <laughs> Beep, boop. <laughs> I like. I'm re. I'm. I'm uh, playing as winger as oxygen is slowly, yeah. like slowly <laughs> suffocating. <laughs> oh, winger. Damn. Do you fail? Right. Yes. Great. By how much? A lot. Perfect. Is it doubles? No. Okay. So I the fail by thirty some. <laughs> Excellent. So you're like maxing out the engines and. 
it takes several minutes for the uh, asteroid to actually like give a little bit, but finally your shuttle is able to apply enough thrust to gradually increase the acceleration of this asteroid uh, to the point where now the asteroid is beginning to match your speed. Then the sh- there's a little bit less resistance on the mm-hmm. front of the shuttle mm-hmm. gradually. Um, and then uh, your engines uh, seize up and um, they, uh, they stop uh, forward thrust for a second, which slams the front of the shuttle into the <laughs> front of the... Uh, asteroid. Front of the asteroid, um, causing uh, cosmetic and superficial damage to the front of the shuttle. Um, you almost crush uh, Albert on the um, <laughs> the shuttle's impact to the side of the asteroid. Frankie, what the hell happened? <laughs> Don't question my piloting skills ever again. You almost hit me in space. Yeah. You space ran me over. Sorry. Save so, the O2. So... Uh, continues to fly, and this uh, it's it's not a pleasant trip. It takes about oh, how do you guys pass the next hour and forty five minutes? White knuckle, <laughs> like I'm holding on to a cable attached to a spaceship, just in empty space, trying to dodge that ship from hitting me. Make a fear save, Albert. Okay, I'll just do that. No problem. Yeah, I totally don't. Uh, pass. It's also doubles. No wait. No wait. That's ninety six. Never mind. Uh, um. So make a panic roll for me. Okay. And that's uh one hundred as well, right? Oh no! You just add them together as if they were okay. Like one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. I ten. got you, panic six is a table that zero. he has in the book. Six and zero. I got or sixty and zero. Yeah. So that'd be a six. Yeah. Uh, plus your stress. How plus much stress, stress do you have? I have 10 stress. So that goes up to 16? Yes. Oh, you are suffering from crippling fear. You Great. gain a new permanent phobia. Excellent. Whenever you encounter this phobia, make a fear save at disadvantage Jesus. or gain 1d10 stress. What do I get? What? Well, You're you really me. afraid of space. <laughs> I'm afraid of getting crushed in space. Yeah. Maybe, that makes sense. Maybe yeah. it's like a claustrophobia type. No. Phobia. I or, definitely don't want that. Or like... Well, what if it's like the well, the opposite of claustrophobia, where the like vast emptiness oh, of yeah, space. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, I forget yeah. what that's called, but yeah. So like maybe Acra? agoraphobia. It? No, no, that's crowds. It's like it's the same fear of like being in a large ocean by yourself, yeah, right, being right. in space. Right. Well, we can we'll look that up if you don't die. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, we see this tense scene where the asteroid again, like the sh- the engines from the shuttle are yeah. are really pushing into overdrive to try to the make the fact this that work. we're on a spec and on a spec and like in the vastness of this incredible void and just how fucking stupid this idea is is crippling. like Horton hears a who so I'm rules, now afraid of space rules say space that game. whenever a scientist panics oh yeah every friendly player takes one stress oh yeah adds every, one stress everyone adds so one stress fails, fails a sanity save oh that's a sanity oh so is there a difference between panic and sanity Yes, oh, uh, sanity. Okay. Sa- yes, sanity um, is like fear, body, or armor. Yeah, yeah oh, so okay. you can make fear saves or sanity saves. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. Kind of makes sense. The guy that knows everything. Yep. If goes, he yeah. can't explain, okay. if the scientist can't explain right. what's happening, then right. shit is sideways. Very. So, so now I am afraid like of that. open space in our space game. Nice. That'll work well for you. Yeah. Easy. Little little hot mic. Oh, a was little, I? A little bit. Sorry. No, it's okay. Because. Evidently, I might. There we go. No, it's okay. It's my headphone mix, maybe. That's so we get a shot of into Albert's helmet, and it's just caked in sweat. His hair, his blue hair, is drenched in front of his face, and he's just wide-eyed and like very tensely gripping whatever he can hold on to as You're, he's careening through space. Like the old wetware that your father installed that has long since like gone into disrepair and has not functioned very well. Like the adrenal. And uh, hormone suppression systems are like just not yeah. reliable. You either get too much or not enough of whatever it is that your body needs at the moment. Sounds like me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make that overly. <laughs> your character. Yeah. yeah. You're my character, yes. So, all right. Oh, this is, I'm so glad you decided to do this because this next scene is like something straight out of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We... Insert jazz now. <laughs> so uh, the uh, 
there's a there's a there's a hard cut that happens. Rip. And uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confident. We we <laughs> cut into the interior of the equivalent to a space truck. It's just like a big single cabin that is pulling an enormously long like space trailer of cargo. Um, and there's a there's a husband, <laughs> or there, I shouldn't say that. There's a man, a partner. There's a partner. There's a man that's sitting in a captain's chair that is like slowly, like just gradually making adjustments to the to the wheel. Um, the the cabin, the bridge of this small ship is just covered in stuff like uh, tchotchkes okay. and chew <laughs> accoutrement. Yeah, there's a little hula girl. There's McDonald's empty cups. chew bottles that are like floating in zero Cards G around, for prostitutes. and like a little yeah. hula girl that's yeah. shaking on the. Yeah. Um, also, there is a fertility assembly Jesus um, that's oh. holding a baby in one hand um, and the son in the other that's shaking next to the hula girl. Uh, and he calls back, uh, hey, Marge, you seeing this on the scope? And we hear calling back from wherever this guy called to. Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's huge. That's coming right into the lane. Oh, some kind of... <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't think about that. We just pulled out in front of... <laughs> oh, my God. Full- Marge. Marge, hang on. And we see him uh, adjust several thrusters. He, like, quickly puts the... Um, Five point belt. Yeah. And hits the thrusters. And we see like an uh, exterior shot of this small, basically a tugboat pulling this miles long cargo freighter or cargo container. And it jets to life and it's slowly moving out of the way. And we see off screen this huge asteroid come off screen and annihilate. And it just sends, you know, millions of pieces of debris all over this shipping lane. And uh, uh, <laughs> cut cut to ten minutes later. <laughs> the asteroid is at rest. There are um, there are two other uh, space craft that are that have their uh, repulsor jets at full burn, trying to stop this asteroid from moving any further. And Frankie, we cut to you, and you're like frantically talking into the um, the uh, comms at these other uh, uh, ship pilots to try to get this thing to stop. Um, and, and eventually, like, it comes to a stop, and one of the guys that you were working with, uh, Dearson, oh, okay, okay, it stopped. Look, sir, I'm so I'm so sorry. I, I we didn't have any other way to get to get out. You, we were gonna die out there. You have no idea. I, 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 we didn't think this plan through. I, I I'm so sorry. Can I go inside? So, um, just to get everyone on the. So, are okay. you broadcast? He is broadcasting in a single channel towards ah, your okay. ship. It's not on like a wide band. He's like, oh, shuttlecraft X Y Z, hopping onto your radio band is how he's talking to you. Now, yeah. you can relay that to everyone else, but I just wanted to be specific that uh, Dearson is talking to you, Frankie. Yeah, I haven't broadcast this to anybody yet. <sighs> okay, uh, Frankie, right. Um, listen, uh, stay on board the ship. Um, uh, they're on their way. There's, there's two people outside. Wait, what? I've, uh, there's two people attached to the front of the ship. Uh, okay. Um, uh, I don't right. know how much oxygen they have left. Can, can you get them aboard one of your ships? We've, we've got medical in route. You, you have really fucked this up, Frankie. Look, I'm sorry. I, we didn't know what else to do. <laughs> well, it's, you'll just, that's, that's fine. Um, that's just fine. Stay. Medical's on the way. They should be here in a few minutes. Just stay where you are. Uh, they're en route. How far are we from a station? Pretty damn close. Okay, that's good news. No, it's bad. It's real bad news. Why? You fucked up this whole station's shipping lane. 
They're going to be down for days. All the junk that's floating out there now. Listen, I'm sure whatever happened to you guys out there, I, I'm sure you did what you had to do. Just get your story straight with all your friends is my suggestion, if I'm being frank with you. What are they going to do to us? I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. You're dealing with Legacy. Legacy Orin Securities. They're the ones that police this sort of stuff. Police? Yeah, Frankie. Police. Now just sit tight and, like I said, get your story straight. As that conversation is happening... Frankie to see his lock push off and float kind of towards the asteroid. Okay. Like really kind of swimming through space. <laughs> That's uh, I rolled a, yeah. a 33 for zero G, which is a oh, great. critical success. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Um, so I kind of, sl- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I come, works. I come in through uh, the opening that we departed from, from the ship and I go in and I kind of get down on the ground and I start pulling myself along the corridor and I go and I look where the captain is. He's just floating. His face is blue. And uh, this was in, um, well, I guess the amount of acceleration has pushed, pushed his body flat up against the, uh, the wall. So he's like. But now we've come to a stop. So right. he's now careened to the other side. <laughs> yeah. It's. Silly siloed this way. Yep. So yeah, he got he got straight up silly siloed is what <laughs> happened. Classic Check his vitals. He's dead. Very. Search him. Um, he doesn't have much on him. He has like a, a pack of cigarettes um, that look like the same brand that Frankie has. Just um, making sure there's nothing really dangerous. No. kind of stuff on him. Um, except a cobra. He has that ticket. He has maker. a cobra. No. I'd let it loose in space and hope that it helps us with our next prediction. Into space, just wriggling out. Space Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> um, New album. No, that's that's. Uh, there's a there's an animated show in this universe called Space Cobra that's about a spacefaring superhero named Cobra that fights crime. Okay, he fights right. GI Joes. <laughs> Who are the bad guys? Yeah. So I go, kind of head back to the. To the shuttle. Well, actually, I'll find Albert. Yeah, Albert. Where, <laughs> what do you look like? This, it's been stopped now for like maybe a couple, few minutes. I'm a complete mess. He's just like holding on to this cable that we've attached, and he's. I I find him. He's his. Yeah. Hands are on there. I'm not and looking. His, and his eyes are shut. Yep. And I, what he hears is like this kind of like on his helmet. Do you snap awake, Albert? Knock, knock, knock on the front of his. <laughs> Albert, it's lock. Knock, knock, knock. Are, are we there yet? We're somewhere. <laughs> Look, there's ships. Oh. Good. There's Good. also a lot of debris. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I felt something. I did too. Was it Frankie? Uh, no, we're here. I she Did she you, fly us into some shit? <laughs> I well I yeah, I yes. I yes, yes, I think so. <sighs> God damn it. Hey, hey, just just do me a favor, take one hand off this cable. I, I don't think I can. Here, I I take it's like <laughs> I oh my I look at him like what are what is going and like the fingers just start kind of prying when I'm like, just relax. <laughs> We're stopped. Okay. We're stopped. Where are we? I don't know. I'm. Did someone pick us up? Well, I, I pointed and there's ships. You can see like I, a couple of ships like hovering out. around because they're like circling around or whatever. I finally look out and then like have to. <gasps> okay. Look at me. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, here, put your, here, hold on to this strap. Okay. Give me your hand. And I push off, I push off towards the decking of where we took off from, where it's a little bit more flat and there's a closed section that he could maybe look at or whatever. So we land. I'm like, just hold here. 
You made it. Okay. You made it. Locke, uh, the, the backups might still be on the ship. I, I need to check them. Okay. Um, uh, Frankie, uh, Frankie, channel, whatever the fuck, uh, um, Frankie, are you there? Can you hear us on our... I don't have a our, suit, homie. You, you can come into the ship. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you can't come into her suit. Well, I don't know. So, if I go out into space, just watch me go. And I push... Uh, no. I, I just push... <laughs> I push toward... No. I, I push towards the shuttle. And I'm aiming for the front of the the thing. Uh, yeah. Might go sliding past. Um, yeah, you see me coming towards you. And I'm looking like I'm going a little fast. You, uh, so you manage to, you get there, you just take a stress. Okay. Kind of run into the windshield, and I slide across, and I grab it. Ah! And then I look at you, and kind of like, like I mount hey, in in the in the icicles that are kind of on the windshield. I write in reverse, which is impressive. <laughs> what channel are you on? I just hold up a number four, and I kind of like no fucking shit. I'm like, hey, Hi. Kwong's taking a shit. What the fuck happened? Which is weirdly direct. Yeah. Um, anyway. Look, I'm driving a gigantic <sighs> rock into a shipping lane. Not a single one of us thought about what it was going to do when we got into that orbit. You could have signaled. <laughs> hey, you know what channel she was on? We're on the channel. It's Jesus the same channel we fucking left. Cr- Zeus, I don't know what it is. Yes, I crashed us into something. Pregnant but- Jesus? What are we? What are you? What's wor- everybody worshiping here? Yeah, what is the religion of space? There's Can we lot. say Jesus or fuck or yeah, whatever? No, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I've said. Right. I say There's Christ. Of- Texas made right. it out into space in a big way. Oh, right. Christians yeah. are big. All right. All right. Well, I whatever. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Look, they're sending the backups. The what? Out. Quang. Uh, Dr. Kwong needs access to the backups, and they're probably in the ship. You need to get the fuck out. He needs to get the fuck in. Can you bring your ship closer? Look, they're sending medical our way. I really think that Dr. Kwong needs to to sit with them for a moment before we do anything else. This whole thing's going to be, if you, well, I, I, and I look, and finally I kind of do this thing where I start looking, and I'm seeing, like, Dayashi Court materials and, PepsiCo and mm-hmm. it's like it's we've literally created like a satellite like a satellite's worst nightmare. It's like a field of just space debris and I'm like oh we need to pretend we're dead. They're sending cops. <laughs> That's what I say. They're, <laughs> they're sending, sending cops. They're sending cops. Holy fuck. We Where's the closest ship? We need to take it. It's one of these uh, space lane highway helpers trucks that have stopped us. (laughs) 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 It's Um, what they are. All right. Uh, You you see that the comm on your ship is lighting up. Um, Someone is requesting a a direct link to your comms. Hang on. I switch over. Hey, hey, hey. I'm gesturing. Don't do that. And then she does. Uh, Shuttlecraft zero niner three three niner. Are you receiving us? Over. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, you're supposed to say over. Uh, sorry. Over. Uh, uh, sorry. Um. <laughs> yes. Over. Uh, this. This is. Uh, um. Let's see. What would he be? Uh, this is Officer Tamworth with Legacy RN Securities. Uh, we're going to need you to stay put. We've got uh, a ship dispatched en route. They've got, uh, they're going to be deploying cables to move you guys safely. Uh, if there's anybody that's not near the shuttle, please tell them to uh, disembark and get away from the ship while we attach the tether cables so we can safely extract you. Uh, also... Um, you're under arrest. 
uh, for destruction of property, uh, improper uh, signal. Um, Lock gesturing wildly at her failing, from the ship. Failing to uh, yield. Oncom, if, I don't know <laughs> if I could bust it. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. We're uh, 10 minutes out, so uh, hang tight, and uh, we'll get you guys out of there. Over. Wait. Yes. It's just me. It's just you? The, 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 I, I picked up the other two. They're, they're, they have nothing to do with this. It's just me. If, if anyone's going to be under arrest, it should just be me, Frankie uh, Frankie oh. Mirando of... Listen, uh, we'll, that will all be taken care of after we take, uh, after we process all of you, The okay? other two need to go to medical now. We, we understand. The ship is, is less than 10 minutes out now. They're, they're on their way. Uh, we got fresh... Uh, we got O2 tanks. Um, uh, medical personnel will take care of them. Okay, great. And I come over to I, oh, lock. And I, on our private comm, it's always private, right? Yep. I say, the logs show he put this asteroid in this way. We can say that we were trying to pull it away and that the ship could not stop it. Not our rock, not our problem. You did your best to counter it. You got to fake some logs right now. What do we you were s- putting the jets away from it to an angle that was going to take it away, but also towards, like you were going to kind of try to bounce off the shipping lane or something. Yeah, but we don't, I didn't they're signal. Gonna, that, this is Dayashi Corp, man. And I point to like this fucking package of diapers in space. And I'm like, <laughs> they are not going to forgive this. What do we say about the decapitated body and the suffocated? The bounty. You got the slip. You're going for a Viking. What about the captain and the other two privates? Captains. Well, they're in there. It's evidence. He killed them. Okay. Um, That's the only way we're getting out of this, man. We tried to stop this. Frankie, do they know our names? No. Okay. Well, they know mine, but they don't know yours. Why would you? They're okay. going to get it. They're going to get your IDs. They're going to check your DNA and everything. That's what they do. We can, if, if we can you get... You heard me slipping in that. If we can get out of here, on. if we can get out of here, I can make this blow up. No. Okay. 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 Oh, my God. And on that, oh, my God, we're going to take our second break <laughs> and go into part three. Holy guacamole. Well, that's all I can say. Holy guacamole. We'll be right back. <laughs> 